you know, speaking about fears at, at camp, one of my fears is to follow an elder brother who has been spirit-led. And I don't do this out of spite. I, I ask permission, uh, Brother Jim, because I'm convicted to share a thought with you. Brother Scott, delivered on his promise yesterday when he, would, when he said he would give us some wisdom and nuggets. And I don't know if you remember this, but one of the things he said and requested, it was a question, and maybe it was a prayer. I can't remember exactly how he phrased it, but to me it was a question. Am I prepared to risk for the kingdom of God? Or maybe he said, one of the things we'd like to learn this week is how to prepare for risking our lives for the kingdom of God. And I want to ask myself first, Lord knows, and all of you, young and old, converted or not, are you ready to go under the knife? For those of you who have had surgery and understand the fear of going under a knife, and understanding the uncertainty, perhaps, of whether this doctor or this surgeon is going to make a false move with a scalpel or something's going to go wrong with the procedure, I want to ask you, are you, being, are you willing to be hewed by the prophets, as one of the old authors said in the Old Testament? Are you willing to go under the knife? Because God has given us his word, and we know what the word itself we know how it describes itself. I was thinking about Hebrews chapter 4, a very familiar verse to us all. But chapter 4, verse 12 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. And think scalpel here. Sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner, a divider of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And I ask you today, am I and are you willing to go under the knife and assume that risk? Because that sword, loved ones, was not made for battle, was not made for destruction, was not made for killing. It is a sword that is sharper than a scalpel, and the idea is, to divide and to identify and cut out the lump of infestuous, sinful substances in our life and to cast it, to give it to God so that he can cast it out and, Lord willing, never to be seen again. Loved ones, he has given us a scalpel. And not for us to use. This is for the wielding of the Holy Spirit. But this is here, loved ones, for us to discern what is good and what is not. What is righteous and what is evil. What is holy and what is unholy. What is healthy, spiritually speaking, and what is not. And whatever the not is, by the grace of God, and by his Holy Spirit, wielding this as a knife in our lives, he can take those lumps of cancerous sin, give it to the Savior and God our Father, and he can cast it so that we 
could be holy, so that we could be sanctified, so that we can say that just as He is pure and holy, righteous, no sin, so are we in this world, or so we shall be. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, there might be a fear to be hewed by thy Holy Spirit, by thy word of truth. It's like coming to the true light, Lord, the light that now shineth and is the light that lighteth the path of all men. And Lord, we know that if there is sin in our lives, we don't want to come to the light because the light reveals. The light reveals those things that must be cast out, those things that separate us from the perfect union and unity that we have with Thee, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, Thy Son. But Lord, we ask You today, help us to come nigh to You. Lord, we believe You said that if we, are, if we draw nigh to You, You can draw nigh to us. And that's true, Lord, for believer and unbeliever alike. And you've never, ever cast away one that comes to you, Lord Jesus, in repentance and humility for the intent purposes, purpose of saving their soul. Lord Jesus, we remember your words that you have not cast away any that comes to you with a sincere desire for healing. And Lord, we ask that you would give us power. You would give us no fear to come under the knife of thy Holy Spirit so that we could be sanctified, so that we could be made holy, so that we would not be shameful or afraid to meet thee face to face. The God who no one has ever seen and lived to tell about it, but the God who dwells within us because of Jesus Christ, thy Son, Lord, we are mindful of all of us here who have sacrificed perhaps a week of, of work or other sacrifices have been made to come to this place of sanctifying. And we are also mindful, Lord, of those who could not be here for whatever reason, perhaps a troubled soul, troubled relationships, perhaps, Lord, that there is illness. Perhaps there is fear and doubt. But Lord, even through the miracle of technology today, we can stream these events, especially the one tonight, Lord, that those that are at home and could not be here could experience the power of the Holy Spirit speaking directly to them. Lord, we pray that as thy spirit would speak to thy churches, and indeed to every single one of us individually, may we, Lord, take to heart that thou hast left us this word, this quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, that we could be made holy and that we could discern what things need to be cast out and what things need to be remaining. Lord, we are thankful for thy spirit-led message. And we pray, Lord, that
that those who know that they are without purpose, those that know that they need a savior, would consider the preciousness of thy poured out blood, the prescription for guilt and fear, that they would understand the magnitude of love that drove our Redeemer and Savior, Jesus Christ, to have all men be saved. Lord, we pray that thou wouldst weigh this on their hearts, that they would not turn away from this week without considering the magnitude and the gravity of the love that thou hast bestowed. And what manner, what magnitude, what value, what beyond preciousness, Lord, of love that thou hast bestowed upon us. That defiled as we were, we could be called the children of thine. We are thankful, Lord, for this time that we have together. We are thankful for this fellowship that we have in Christ Jesus. And we pray, Lord, that thou wouldst use this week to build up thy churches wherever they are. And through technology today, to build the church worldwide, that thy church would remain spotless and ready and prepared and adorned for the bride, for the bridegroom, which will be coming. And we, we expect coming soon. Lord, there's much we could say, much we could, much we could lift up to thy, to thine ears and thine heart. We just pray, Lord, that do, do thou more than we can ask. And we ask it in a humble fashion, as close as we can to Christ's likeness, Lord. We ask and pray sincerely in Jesus' name. Amen.